Welcome to the Dag Hilled Mills Podcast. May you be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching and down-to-earth teaching by Dag Hilled Mills. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. God bless you. Enjoy the message.
Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity that we have in your presence. Guide us to your holy word today. What a blessing we have to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. This is not a prayer time. This is the preaching time now. So everybody should settle down. Today, I want to first of all start by announcing to you, those of you who don't know, Reinhard Bonke went home to be with the Lord yesterday, and um, it really saddened my heart because I believe that he has been a father also to me in the ministry Somebody that we've looked up to, been inspired by him um, for many years. As long as I've been a Christian, there has always been bonky. So, it's a sad day yesterday when I got the news. So, um, I want us to stand up and... uh, we are going to observe when they say a minute silence. It's never, it's never a minute. It's always a few seconds. But I just want us to honor this great man who has been in this world preaching so hard for so long. Let us just bow down our heads for a moment.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the life of Reinhard Bonke, the great evangelist who is now with you. Thank you for all that you've done through his life. We honor him and we thank you for the blessing of such people whom, and the blessing of allowing some of us to meet, to know, to interact with, and to be blessed by such people. Thank you for your great gifts which you give to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Now, today, I want to share with you on um, what I call sons of Zion and sons of Belial. Sons of Zion and sons of Belial. Lamentations chapter 4. I'm no more preaching about why few are chosen. I'm preaching about sons of Zion or sons of Belial. Lamentations chapter 4 verse 1. How is the gold become dim? And how is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out in the top of every street. The precious sons of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how are they esteemed as earthen pitchers, the works of the hands of the potter? Now, this scripture describes a type of son. It says, the precious sons of Zion comparable to fine gold. So, your duty is to become a son who is comparable to fine gold. Amen. Amen? And you will never become a good son or a true son until you become aware of um, and understand what it means to be a son and until you understand what a father is. Amen. Those outside, are you, are you with us? I don't think they can hear me. Can you hear me outside? All right. Now, sons of Belial. Sons of Belial are found in the Bible. A number of places mentions sons of Belial. Now, son of Belial is an evil son. You never be an evil son. And I want us to look at just one of the examples of a son of Belial. Second Samuel 23. May you never be a son of Belial in your family. Second Samuel 23 from verse 1. 
Now these are the last words of David. David the son of Jesse said, And the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel said, The spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. Amen. Verse 3. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spake to me. He that ruleth over men must be just. Ruling in the fear of God. Amen. Verse 4. And he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun riseth, even a morning without clouds. Right? As the tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining after rain. Verse 5. Although my house be not so with God, yet he has made me with an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and sure. For this is all my salvation and all my desire, although he make it not to grow. Now listen, don't stay on that verse, verse 4 or verse 5. David is saying that even though, even though he doesn't have those good characteristics, that he's not so pure and righteous, God has made a covenant with him. Do you understand? And so the the, the thing to see is that even though you are not perfect, God makes a covenant with you. And that's, that's what God is doing. He makes a covenant with people that are not perfect. Do you see? And then that agreement is the agreement on which he stands to bless you. So he's not blessing you because you are good. But he's, made, he's blessing you because you, he has a covenant with you. And the covenant he has with you is called the new covenant. In the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, when somebody marries, usually after marrying, you find out that the person that you married, which is when you are marrying as a young person, you have a mind that, oh, this person is really such a nice person. Oh, this person really loves me. I really love this person. He's so wonderful. She is so beautiful. She is so tender, kind, loving, excellent, beautiful. And the epitome of everything I've ever imagined this is the pinnacle of beauty. <laughs> this is the beginning and the end of all my desires. <laughs> but after 
you marry, you may find out that it is not so. Uh-huh. But when you find out that it is not so, you still continue, do you understand, to relate and to be good. Why? Because of the covenant you have made. Do you get what I'm saying? You still, you still relate and continue to be good because of the covenant that you've made but not because it's so good. So this is what David, look at verse 4 and verse 5. Watch it. It's a beautiful scripture. 2 Samuel 23 verse 4, please. The one on the screen. Yes. It says that if anyone wants to rule, he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun rises, even a morning without clouds, tender grass, by shining clear light. Now he says, although my house is not so with God because David wasn't perfect. We all know the problems that he had. Do you see? Yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant. Amen. Ordered in all things and sure. And this is all my salvation. So God has made a covenant with you. And that covenant is the reason why he will even answer any of your prayers, but not because you are good. Because you know yourself, your goodness is very limited. Is that not so? Look at Second Samuel chapter 23 and verse 3. Verse 3. I want you to understand it. The God of Israel spake to me. God, God spoke to me. That's what David is saying. God spoke to me, all right? And he said to me that he that ruleth over men must be just, okay? When you are leading people, one of the things is that you must be fair. You see, the, the more the society improves, the, the more the leadership is fair or just, not fair colored, fair in terms of fairness or in terms of just. What other word is there? Huh? Justice, equal, equity. Okay? Must be just, ruling in the fear of God. You must always fear God when you are dealing with people. Do you see? But look at what verse 4 says. And he will then be as a light of the morning. As when the sun rises, even a morning without clouds, as the tender grass. You know, he's going to be a light of the morning. But verse 5, what does verse 5 say? Although my house is not so with God, do you see? Yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant. So... How many will agree that your house is not so with God? Uh-huh. But he has made an everlasting covenant with you. And that is the basis upon which he has decided to bless you and care for you. Can I have an amen from somebody? All right. Now, verse 6. Back to our topic. But the sons of Belial shall be all of them as thorns thrust away 
because they cannot be taken with hands. You see, a child, a son, who is a son of Belial, you see, is a child that you give birth to or that you have as one of your sons who is like thorns. What, does, what do thorns do? They, they give you pain. They give you pain. So when you have a son of Belial or a daughter of Belial, you get pain from that person. That's all you get from that person. Pain. Hurt. Disappointment. And hatred or wickedness is the response they give you for love. All right? But he says that you cannot take such a son of Belial with your hands. They cannot be taken with hands. No, 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 no. They are not, they cannot, you cannot be, you cannot be close to them. You cannot, you cannot hold them. You'll be hurt. Some of you are like that. You are like thorns. Except you. I said you are like thorns. And when they hold you close, it will bring pain. Do you see? So since you cannot be taken with hands, what's going to happen next? But the man that shall touch them must be fenced with iron. So a person who takes up a son of Belial must be fenced with iron. You must have iron around you to protect you from your own person that you brought forth, whose life depends on you and whom you brought up. You must be fenced with iron and with the staff of a spear. So you have to use a spear to lift up your son or your daughter. You get it? You use a spear to lift up your son and your daughter. All right? And then what's going to happen with such a son of Belial? They shall be utterly burned with fire in the same place. So a son of Belial will be burnt with fire. Are you with me? So it is very important that you don't become a son of Belial. That's all. Amen. So you can either become a son of Zion in Lamentations chapter 4 and verse 2. The precious sons of Zion comparable to fine gold. How are they esteemed as earthen pitchers? The work of the hands of the potter. Amen. So now, you must um, decide that I'm going to be a good son to any of the people that God gives to me as a father. Amen. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 15. Now he says, Though you have 
10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you have not many fathers. Amen. You have not what? Many fathers. You don't have many fathers. So, what you must realize is that there are people who are instructors. You see, and the reason why this scripture is so important is trying to help you to distinguish between authority figures in your life. Authority figures are people who are important and tower over your life. Do you understand? Now, you can have as many as 10,000, and of course, no one has 10,000 instructors, but it's for the sake of emphasis, the apostle is telling you that, look, there can be so many of such people in your life, people who teach you instruct you. And let's count it. Your class one teacher, your class two teacher, your class three teacher, your class four teacher, your class five teacher, your class six teacher. And then what again? JSS one. Is it one teacher for the whole class? No. Then your math teacher, your science teacher, your French teacher, your English teacher, your economics teacher, your RME teacher, your social teacher, technical what? Technical skills teacher, agric teacher, building design and technology teacher, PE teacher, music teacher, piano teacher, IT teacher. How many is that? You have about 26 now. Your extra classes teacher. And then that is JSS1 teachers. Then JSS2, building technology teacher. Social studies, French teacher for JSS2, agric teacher, economics teacher, biology teacher, chemistry teacher, physics teacher, life skills teacher, tree and gun teacher, airway teacher, pre vocational studies teacher, technical drawings teacher, history teacher, geography teacher for JSS2, then for JSS3. English teacher, French teacher, math teacher, science teacher, Gan teacher, tree teacher, what teacher? PE teacher, equipping tree teacher, huh? Created art teacher, extra class teacher, extra extra class teacher, computer science teacher, catering teacher, piano teacher, literature teacher, sewing teacher, huh? Prevoke teacher, sign language teacher. So you see, the teachers are becoming a lot in your life. So, I mean, he said 10,000, but there are a number. And then if you go to church, the, pers- the pastor who teaches you, Sunday school teacher, understanding campaign teacher, school of the word teacher, center teacher, but center leader. Huh? School of Apologetics teacher, School of Victorious Teaching Labor, School of Solid Foundation teacher, School of Evangelism teacher, Victorious Living teacher, School of the Well teacher, Strong Christian Camp teacher, Marriage Counseling teacher, 
New Believer School teacher. I mean, now our teachers are becoming about 70 or 80. Isn't it? Choir master teaching you songs. Huh? Baptism teacher. Dancing stars teacher. Film stars teacher. Music school teacher. Piano teacher. Culinary stars teacher. The one who teaches you how to cook. So, 1 Corinthians 4.15 says, Though you have 10,000 instructors, not many are fathers. Yes. So, what is a father? Is then the question. You see, how, what is a father? A father is somebody who somehow, through his instrumentation and his efforts and his activities, causes you to exist. You, you get what I'm saying? Because even without a physics teacher, you will still be here. In some schools, they didn't have physics teachers. Your English teacher was dead when he came to school. When you came to school, the English teacher had died and he was never replaced. (laughs) Do you get it? So, um, you, you, the person makes you exist. So the easiest person to locate as a father is your biological father because biologically he caused you to exist. So there's somebody you've identified as your father who may not even be your father. Yes. That is why the tree. Ashanti, Akan culture, they take it that it is the child of my sister who is my blood for sure because you know that the child came out of your sister. You get what I'm saying? That one you are sure. But how she became pregnant Is also there are some mysteries that also sometimes take place. So that's why that culture, that's why they have that culture. So it is important, do you see, to understand then what is a father. Now Paul said, he says he gave the explanation and the reason how how to identify a father in this verse. He says, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you. So can we check the word begotten? What is the meaning of begotten? I don't know if it will be in your dictionary. I hope the dictionary man is there. Please, find the word begotten. To do what? It means to cause something to happen or exist. So, it, you, you, I have caused you to happen. And I've caused you to exist. Do you see? In Christ. And so he's now explaining that 
in a, a realm where it's begotten. Put it up. Beget. Please put it on the screen. You know how to do it. I need it on the screen. To beget. Okay, they don't know how to do it. All right, it means to bring into existence. Okay, so he says, in Christ, in Christ, I have brought you into existence in Christ. So he is now showing that fatherhood is departmentalized. In the department of Christ, I have caused you to exist. As far as Christ is concerned, I caused you to be here. Do you see what I'm saying? Because your biological father may not have caused you to exist in Christ. So fathering is, is departmentalized. And you, can, you have fathers are in departments. Okay, so you can have somebody, it says, to generate, cause to produce you, who produces you and causes you, there it is, all right, he, to cause, to produce you, all right, so now you are produced, so in, in different areas of your life, you can be caused to exist, Now, why is this important? Because people mishandle fathers, all right, and they do that to their own detriment. When you mishandle a father or you don't know how to relate properly with a father, it's it begins the curse in your life. Are you with me? That's where curses start. And there are many, many curses in the world already. Yeah. So you wouldn't want more curses. How many want more curses to exist in your life? You know? So I don't want you to have more curses. I want you to have more blessings. So now, departments of fathers. And I'm I'm dedicating this message to Reinhard Bonke. Yes, because he died yesterday. So I feel like preaching about fathers. And um, he has been a kind of father to me. Right? Now, what are the departments of life? What are the departments? Look at 1 Corinthians 4.15. For in Christ. So when you see the word, in Christ, I have begotten you. In Christ, I have begotten you. So in any area, we can look at in what area. And then you can have a father there. So even in sin, you can have a father. If we were to look at your evil practices that you have ever practiced, you see that there, is, there are some people who cause you to exist as a sinner. 
Some of you didn't know how to smoke. But somebody taught you how to smoke. Is there anybody here like that? Raise your hand. Oh, but I should be seeing a lot of hands. Yes. And somebody taught you, isn't it? Yes. So, in in sin, the person caused you to, to know those things. Yes. Because we have departments of life. Departments of life. And that person births you into a realm. And you see, you must be careful. Because if you meet a father in sin, and the person starts to take you on, before you realize he has taught you how to smoke weed. Now, what is weed or weed or marijuana? Marijuana is, you know, you know, I'm a medical doctor. And in med- to, to be a doctor, we have to study psychiatry. I hope you are listening very carefully. You have to study psychiatry. Now, in psychiatry, we don't examine patients the way you do in other departments. Okay? You talk to them, and as they talk, you detect what is wrong with them from how they speak and how they think. So how you think and how you speak is very important. Uh-huh. When, you, when, you, when you go to a psychiatrist's office, it's like just counseling. You just sit there and you listen to the person. Based on what the person says, you decide. This person has this disease. Now, in psychiatry, psychiatry is the sickness of madness. We have many diseases. Many, many, many. Like depression is one. Anxiety disorders. Bipolar disease. I mean, uh, many, many things, you know, that we have. Now, the Mercedes-Benz of mental illness or the, the senior most mental illness. Are you with me? The Mercedes-Benz of mental illness is called schizophrenia. That, that is the, 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 the ultimate mental sickness you can get. Like, if you want to be mad, get all other madnesses, but don't get schizophrenia. You get what I'm saying? In Jesus' name, no one here will get schizophrenia. Now, the causes of schizophrenia, do you see, are, some of them are not known. Sometimes it's from the family. That is why in the olden days, if you are going to marry, they ask, is there madness in the family? Is there, uh, what? Abadam, Abadam. Abadams, okay? Is there any Abadams in the family? Because maybe it will come through. You get it? But one thing that has been known for sure to cause schizophrenia, which is the Mercedes-Benz of mental illness, which is the disease you don't want. Those who have taken off all their clothes and are walking on the street, that is schizophrenia. Yes. They, they lose uh, their social 
graces and they, you, you see it as they, they are called negative symptoms. We have different things that we use to categorize and to identify them. And that is when it has reached a certain level. Initially, the person doesn't seem to care about his dressing, about his work, about different things. It progresses to that level. Now, that is schizophrenia. Do you get it? Are you there? Are you, I hope you are listening. No? Those of you who have been saying, oh, I just smoke weed sometimes. I eat wheat cake. I do whatever. It is now legal in Holland. Sobolo, weed, sobolo, and all these things. You know? It's legal in New York. It's legal here. It's legal here. It's legal there. I hope you are listening. Because you may not, you may not uh, hear this somewhere, but I'm saying it for your benefit. Everybody here is a young person. You get what I'm saying? And I'm saying that they don't know the cause of madness. Do you see? But one thing they know is that we, or weed, or marijuana, is one of the only things they know as a cause of schizophrenia. Yes. You can check yourself. It's one of the only things. God, it's just like saying that, oh, if you take Panadol, you will get this sickness. Or if you take this, you get one of the only things that is known that if you take it, you can get it. It's we. Okay? So, do not go near it. I mean, if, if, if you want to smoke, look at the leaves in your garden. Try to find something else, but don't smoke that thing. Yeah. Tea Whatever. <laughs> Tell your neighbor I won't smoke weed again. It, will not, it, it cannot happen when, when I'm when I'm alive. It cannot happen again. It cannot happen. So I hope you are listening. I'm, yeah. And then, so I'm saying that. You can have a father in sin who can lead you to all these things. Yes. And if you don't take care, you will even become a smuggler. Because they, 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 somebody will show you. When you do this, you swallow it, you can travel. Just, you, you poo-poo when you get there. When you poo-poo, all will come out. And they'll take you and you learn it. Before you realize you are on a flight. But you see, they, they have also got a way to see such people. Even on the plane, they are looking out for, they say, what number one? They say, you see, when you eat, you feel like poo-pooing. So they tell the air hostess, watch for those who are not eating. When you offer them something, they say, oh, I'm okay. It's like he's fasting. Say, hey, watch number seat number 14B. He's not eating anything. 12 hours, why is he not eating? This one is behaving like this. Those who are nervous, they are watching you. Yes, he's sweating in the air condition. The plane is cold, but he's sweating. So you, you, you think somebody is training you, but you don't know that you are being baptized into something and that when you go to prison, you will come out when you are 52 years old as a young person. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. There is somebody who teach you how to be an arm robber. They say, oh, let's go. It's nothing. I've done it 
Ah, nothing has happened. Not knowing that in your case. You see? Yes. On the first day. Yes. I remember one day in front of a church, some armed robbers came there. And there was a pastor, but they didn't know that the pastor was, was armed. So when they came and they said, the pastor took a gun and shot the guy. They shot, he shot them. They, they, were nice. they were expecting so. Oh, I went back away. He shot them one, two, three. Hey! I think he had also been practicing from films. <laughs> so you may think you are going for your first escapade. Before I realized on your first day, you are out. It's a very dangerous thing to be a thief. Because you can die any of the days that you go, especially if you meet the wrong customer who is expecting you. And these days, more people are expecting such things. Yes. Yes. I visited a bishop and they not in Ghana in a certain country whose name begins with one of the alphabets. He told me, he said that the guards in my house are armed to their teeth. Yes. Yes. He said they are armed to their teeth. He said that there's nothing less than four AK 47s in my house. Yes. So is it such a house? You may come there thinking that it's a pastor's house. Is it, there are AK 47 there. You see, before you realize, you have gone to heaven or hell. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, no more armed robbery ideas in my head forever and ever in the name of Jesus. It's a dangerous job. Get, Get another job, please. It's too dangerous for you to be an armed robber. We smoking too is also what? Very dangerous. You can also go mad. So I hope I'm helping you to stop all these ideas. Eh? There, are, there are other jobs. If you need a job, see after church. Don't try these dangerous things. So you can have a father who will teach you bad things. Yes. Fornication. Yes. We have what we call fornication mother. Yeah. When you meet an older woman who is teaching you, training you, before you realize, you can't believe it. She has trained you a young boy like you. Oh. <laughs> yes. You have now been trained. And the person will take you through classes. Teaching you what to do. Or you meet a man who will now train you in fornication and break your heart into three so that you as you are moving you are a broken hearted woman on a, on, a, on a path of vengeance against all men yes because since the day that your heart was broken it's not repaired hmm. now you have three hearts Mercy. Mercy. Tell somebody, Mercy. 
Today marks the end of all these evil fathers in your life. In Jesus' name. Recently, I sent one of my missionaries. He told me the number of people I have trained to smoke, to drink, and to do bad things. I want to teach people about Jesus. Because of the people. He said that some of the people, they are far and reachable. And I trained them. I taught them. So, there are fathers. Now, let's, we are finished with fathers in sin. What are the other departments of life? We have in church, in Christ. You can, the person can bring you into Christ. Yes, into Christ. So, when you get to heaven, that person is your number one person to locate Ask the angels what is the address. Give the full name. The person who brought you to Christ. Because without that person, you will not be in heaven. Yes, you will not be in heaven. Without that person. You can never go to heaven without coming to Jesus. So a person you help to come to God. That's your father in Christ. Or your mother in Christ. It's the most precious person for the rest of your life person who helped you to come to know God. In Christ, I have begotten you. Amen. Amen. Then, we have your father in Christianity. Or your father, if you like, in church. You see, there is also somebody who will even teach you. You know, let's work for God. Let's do this. This is how to go deeper in God. And the person sort of immerses you in God. And that person for me was a, a sister called Betty. Years ago. She took me to, she shows let's go to church here. Let's go here. Let's go here. Let's, everywhere. Here's a Bible. Read it. How, this is how you have your quiet time. Read it. Beautiful. You see, you can't forget such people. Yeah. Because maybe I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have grown up in Christ. I would have just have given my life to Christ, but I'm not, I'm, I don't even, I don't even, you see, you can, you can go to church, you can give your life to Christ, but once you are not deep in church, the Christianity is not going to do much. You see, when there is salt in food, but the salt is not enough, it is as though there is still no salt. So when Christ is in you, or Christianity is in you, and it's not to a certain level, it's as though you are not a Christian. That's why many Christians look like non-Christians. Yes, you'll be surprised the person is telling you that he's born again. Because you, 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 you say there's salt in the rice, but when we taste the salt, it's like there's no salt in the rice. Because this is not enough. So somebody who takes you deeper, and somebody who helps you to go on, and deeper in God, in Christ, just in Christianity, that person is a father, is a mother, is somebody special to you. Is a father or mother in the church, even in the church life. And you see, that person can also teach you how to do bad things. Because there are people in church who do bad things. Yes. So if you meet the wrong person, before you realize, the person has taught you how to grumble, how to sit only at the back, how to speak when the pastor is preaching, how to speak against this, how to be in church without being active. 
Because that's the kind of person you met. And the person you met didn't take you deeper in God. So you owe such a person. And many of you are supposed to become fathers and mothers to people. Yes, you, you take the person, let's go for dancing stars. I'll show you something. Let's go for it. Then, because the same person can take you to dance in a nightclub. And you can also be brought to dance in the church. And learn how to go to church on Saturday, on Friday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday. And always be in the house of God. It's something that you learn. And if no one has taught you, that's why you are not like that. Because no one held you by the hand and said, we are going. Every area, you can have a father. And there are people who even birth you into marriage. A good marriage. It's true. If you don't have somebody to train you, you can never marry well. If you get a girl who has not been trained, you are only getting five CDs. Yes. How much? Five CDs. Can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, won't do this, at it. You will get not more than five CDs. And if you get a brother who is not trained, how much will you get? Two cities. They said two cities. You get a brother who is not trained, you're getting two cities. That's what they say. I didn't say it. They said it. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So God wants to birth you. And there are people, when you come into their lives, they will make you good. Husbands, good mothers, good wives. Others will make you something else. Yes. Then there are people who birth you in business and prosperity. Yes. Yeah. There are those who will birth you into loans, 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 loans. That's all they know is loans. A bit like the government. Oh, the government just knows how to collect loans. <laughs> but you can meet somebody who will tell, teach you that eh, zero is bigger than minus two million. Yes. But the person is your father in loans or father in business or father even in prosperity. Yes. And you see that the person can help you. Recently, one of our uh, church members was telling me, he said, my father called me and told me I used to be in this church, but I'm no more. And he said, is that the church you go? Is that? He said, he said, whatever he says, listen to it. He said, some years ago I was in the church. And one day, the bishop came and spoke about loans and whatever. And I told my friends, he said, we were in a group, something, business, millionaire, something. I don't know what group it was. It was the church. 
and I said, I said, look at this man. He doesn't know anything about business. He doesn't know how business is run. And he said, because of that, I criticized him and with some other people. And we, we all left the church. And he said, today, I am not a millionaire. He said, if I had listened to him, I would be a millionaire today. He said, I could have, but I never became. I never rose. He said, but you, I'm advising you that follow whatever he tells you. Do it. My time is past. It's too late. I keep hearing these stories. Yeah. You can have a father in every area of your life. Because life is very departmentalized. You may be good in politics, but you are not good in marriage. You may be good in business, but you are not good in politics. Yes. And that is why you see that even the politicians have their fathers who train them. President Kufo was trained by Prime Minister Buzia and so on. And all along their line. They, were, they, were, they trained them. By just being around, you train the person. Yes. I don't know who President Rawlings has trained. But I'm sure maybe they have also trainees. But I've not seen many revolutionaries. <laughs> so even in politics, there are fathers. Then in church, we have fathers. Yes. Church, church ministry, there are fathers. People who help you to become what you are be, become. Now, a father, you can see him from afar. And just like how Reinhard Bonke, since I've been a Christian, he has been a white man who has been roaming through every part of Africa. Yesterday, I saw somebody on Facebook was saying, you came to Odumase. Yes. Odumase. Another one said, I spoke in tongues for the first time at whatever place that he came to. Yeah. Different places. He crisscrossed the nations of the world. You know? And as, as long as I've been a Christian, he has been preaching the gospel in corners all over. Yeah. I remember listening to him preaching in um, Nigeria somewhere and he was saying to the crowd, thousands of people, what exactly made the rich man go straight into hell? (laughs) Ish. He was asking the people, what was the reason why the rich man went straight into hell? And you see him stamping his feet and preaching. Places that people are afraid to go. He went. Yeah. But you see, somebody can be far. But the person's life inspires you and guides you. And is a light to you. And you see, you don't only have to speak to people for them to be a blessing to you. You see, from afar, there's a lot you can see and a lot you can learn. 
I was privileged two years ago to meet Bonky in Brazil. I sat down with him, just the two of us, and I spoke with him for quite some time. But that was, that's, that's at the end of his life. And the things he said, I, I remember. But before that, you know, this is what to do. This is what to do. This is what to do by just looking at him and receiving whatever you can receive. Yes. I remember one day I was in a restaurant in Indonesia. I was having breakfast. And I looked across at the other side of the restaurant and Bonky was there with a team of, I think they were his people. How I wanted to go to that table. But I had no reason or There was nothing I could think of that could make me go there. But my day came when I had that opportunity. But even without that, there is so much you can learn. And then you can become a son. Now, sons, sometimes a son may not even have the benefit of personal relationship or counseling. But that son even can become a better son. Yes. I once spoke to a man. He told me, my father died before I was born. My mother was pregnant with me when my father died. But he said, look at what I've become. He's, he was the only person in Ghana to achieve the things that he achieved at the time he was talking to me. Yeah, I don't want to say his name because you all know him. Yeah. So sometimes you may not even have that interaction. Now, God sends fathers into our lives. Yes, God sends fathers into our lives. You know, what is the use, what is the hope of a child without a father? What is the hope of your life without a father? One of the main things that God does to help you and to bless you is to send a father to you, to your life. Yes, that's his kindness to you, is to send a father to your life. To take up from the department because some of you, your father just biologically released you and that is it. (laughs) What do you think? True. That's all that he did. Drop and go and he's off. There are some fathers who go further and even do this, do that and they are more and more and more depending on how the person is like. You get it? But it doesn't matter because God has a plan for you to send fathers into your life and these fathers are going to play like a relay. A relay. You know relay? 100 by 4 or 4 by 100. Yes. And it passes the baton from one to another. As your life progresses and the departments of your life progress, 
God supernaturally provides fathers for you. And I'm not talking about somebody who will sit down with you to tell you how to use a fork and knife. No. No. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. That's not so nice. That's also nice. But maybe not. Maybe it will not be. I cannot say Bonke was not a father to me. It will not be true. Because he was. When I introduced myself to him, he said, oh, I know you. And when I, said, when I spoke to him, I said, yeah, I am one of your, I'm a stepson. You know, somebody said, don't say you are a stepson. I said, well, I'm a son, maybe you don't know, you don't really know me or whatever, but I am one of your children. And he said, don't say, don't say, don't use that word stepson. But you see, from afar, somebody can father you if you have a good enough heart and a humble spirit to learn from things that you, you see it over there, you, you now know what to do. How many people are going to have a chance for counseling? Let us say I'm going to spend, do counseling after church. Let's say we close at 2 o'clock or 3. And I'm just going to spend 20 minutes. How many minutes do I spend with everybody? 20 minutes? No, 30 is too long. 20 minutes. Three in one hour. So from three, so one, two, three is four o'clock. One, two, three, five o'clock. One, two, three, six o'clock. One, two, three, seven o'clock. One, two, three, eight o'clock. One, two, three, nine o'clock. One, two, three, ten o'clock. One, two, three, eleven o'clock. One, two, three, twelve o'clock. Twelve midnight. One, two, three. 1 a.m. 1, 2, 3. 1, 2, 3. 3 a.m. Stand up. 3 a.m. You know, all the three. Up to 3 a.m. Stand up. I'll do counseling to 3 a.m. with only these people. And some will take longer. Some people have what we call convoluted problems. From 3 a.m. to 3, 12 hours. Yes. Three hours. We are, we are there to 3 a.m. Only these people. Hey. Sit down. So, today, I feel the Holy Spirit is speaking to everyone, pastors, everybody, that, hey, you know what? You know, I'm bonky. I didn't listen to his preaching so much. I listened to his preaching, but you see, he preaches um, few sermons. His sermons are very few. Yes, his sermons are few. There are times I have searched for his messages. I once sent people to Nigeria to go and find his messages. Because me, as for me, I'm a message hunter. Yes. I've spent money finding. Very few. Seeing him, his existence. And you see when your father dies. Or a father dies. Or if I die, you see that the person that you are looking at is not there. You, you, you understand the message better. Yes. Don't think I'll die before you. You'll be thinking of yourself. 
You'll be surprised how many of you are buried before I die. name. No, you will be 80 years old. I said you will be 80 years old. Amen. So, you must receive the different fathers that God is sending to your life. And then, the fathers will have the beautiful effect that God wants them to have, for you to have on their lives. Turn with me to Matthew 21, verse 33. Now, Hear another parable. Another what? What is a parable? A parable is a mysterious message presented a bit like a mystery. But you are supposed to learn from it. He said there was a certain householder. He planted a vineyard. He digged a wine press. He built a tower. He let it out to a husbandman which is a pastor, and he went into a far country. So you, you are the vineyard that is hedged around. Hedged around it means protected it. Are you there? Everybody who can hear me, lift your hand. If you can hear me, lift your hand. Beautiful. And he says he protected, as God protected you, he built a tower, and he let it out to husbandmen. He gave it to pastors to look after. Verse 34. Verse 34. Now, when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandman that he might receive fruits of it. Verse 35. But the husbandman took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. So, beating, killing, and stoning. Beating, killing, and stoning. Verse 37. And he sent, no, no, verse 36. And again, he sent other servants more than the first. So, he sent at least three teams. One team received beating. I'm sure that they came, they put cardboard. You know when they are going to lash you, you can put cardboard in your shorts. Is it not true? So that when they lash you, or you can wear ten shorts. So that when they lash you, it doesn't go deep. So, the group that had been beaten... They warned the people, so... But when they came, it was stoning. Yes. And then the stoning group, put it back, my scripture, after stoning, they killed. So they, they, they were also protecting themselves. So every time the strategy changes, but they overcame them. Then the next time, the Bible says, he sent other seven more. Verse 37. And last of all, he sent them his best, which is his son. And they said, they will reverence my son. Verse 38. But when the husband man saw the son, they said among themselves, this is the heir, let us kill him. And seize upon his inheritance. Verse 39. And they caught him and cast him out of the vineyard and slew him. Now, this parable, most people look at it and say, 
Oh, this is a parable about Jesus coming and God sent his son. But what you must see is that for one group, God sends a relay of servants. He sends this one, then he sends another, then he sends another, then he sends another, and he sends another. So it's like you must be conscious and open to receive the different people that God is sending to your life. You must not beat them, you must not stone them, and you must not kill them. Because if you miss out from your father, whatever your father has for you, you get it? That is good. You are missing out on the juicy blessings that a father can give. Because your father can do a lot for you. I'm not talking about financial. I'm not talking about financial. When Isaac was going to die in Genesis 27, he called his son and he said, look, I think I'm going to die soon. I don't know. He had already passed his mother's age. And he called his son and he said, come and make me some food so that I have a, I'm in a good mood. And then I will speak good things over your life. So a father can bless you. A father can bless your life. Yes, he can bless your life and can water your life and can do good to your life. But many people fail. Is it? Don't think of somebody. Many people fail to see that this person has been sent into my life. Yes. And that this is the next person for my life. This is the person whom God is used. Because that's why Jesus said, don't call anybody father. Why? Because no father is big enough to do everything. Thank you. No, look. Fathers. You see, one of the things that when you get angry with your father, you are going to be a father soon. Then you are going to see that you were. Eh, I said you were. Eh, you are not a good father at all. Yeah, that's why you have to be cool towards your father, because you see that the day will come when your child will be looking at you and say, "You were. Eh, you are not a good father. Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Where is that? It's just a matter of time." That's why Jesus said in Matthew 23, 9, don't call anybody your father upon the earth. For one is your father which is in heaven. Only the father in heaven is the real father. The rest of us, we are departmentalized supervisors. It is true. It is true. And if you depend on only the one biological father, you are going to be very deficient. Either you will not have manners, you will not be well trained, you don't think well, you don't know how to marry, you don't know how to be in the ministry, you don't know how to work hard, depending on the house you came from. That's why many girls are surprised when you come to church and you hear us correcting you or saying things. Because in your house you have not heard all that. You just grew up doing nothing, putting on, learning how to put on a, what is it called? All these things. That's all you know how to do. Because I rarely see a girl who doesn't know how to do her hair. Yes. Everybody has learned it. Small, small girls are wearing wigs. The other day, I saw a baby wearing a wig. Baby. A newborn baby wearing a wig. 
the people have, you can put a picture. You see a baby wearing a wig. Newborn. It's like they've made a wig already for babies. <laughs> so what, what is the relay that God is sending? God is sending a relay of people. A relay of people. One after the other. One after the other. To bless you. To bless you. To bless you. Yes. And all these people are bringing blessings to your life. When God sends a good father into your life. That's the blessing. Take it all. Take the blessing. Take the blessing. Don't say, oh, my father is in the water region. Your father may be in the northern region, southern region, sea region. But at each point, God sends different people to father you in, in a department which your other father is lacking in. Yes, he's lacking in it. Few fathers are. That's why Jesus said, don't call anybody father. Few fathers are capable. Yeah. Yeah. Few fathers are capable of. Yeah. And when you are open, all the blessings that are needed for your life to do well are going to come. Yes. They're going to come to your life. Because tell me what is the hope of a child without a father? Yes. Tell me. What is the hope? Yeah. You know, have you seen that picture before? Anytime I preach about this, I always remember the picture. When there were the wars in Rwanda and some of the Castro Leone and so on, when they had a war, sometimes they show a child sitting on the mother, the dead body of the mother, uh, crying. Have you seen that picture before? Yeah. And you ask yourself, this child whose mother is dead, what is the future of this child? There's not much future. You get what I'm saying? For a child who has no parents, you are now at the mercy of many things. And I tell you, many children are slaves today. That's why they don't allow you to easily adopt a child. Because people are slave trading with children. People are capturing children and using them as sex slaves all over the world. Yes. Even in Ghana, I hear so, what, what is the hope of you financially, spiritually, without this father? What, what hope would there be for me in the evangelistic ministry if it was not for Bonky? Recently, I met a German man. I met him in Canada. He told me, I worked for Bonky for 40 years, a white man. And he said, we, he, he, he had requested a meeting with me. So he had, even whilst I was in Ghana, he had requested to meet with me. So he had made an appointment with my secretary that I, he wants to meet with me. So when the man I said, Why, how do you know me? He said, oh, we know you. He said, we know you. There are few people that are doing this work. And this is how we came to know. And he told me, I go everywhere in Africa. And he said, everywhere we go, we hear of you your crusades, and especially even your churches. He said, your impact, and he told me, you are the African bonky. There's somebody who has worked for bonky for 40 years. A German man. He said, you are the African bonky. Wow. 
That was quite a statement. Yeah. And I'm saying that, where would I be if this person was not inspiring me from wherever? How many minutes do I have to talk to him? But you see, there's a lot to learn from afar. Because some of you are thinking, I'm far. How can I learn? There's a lot to learn from far. I never have to even speak with you personally for you to do well. Yes. To father you or to mother you. In fact, I have a pastor friend who is also, also like a father. He said to me, he doesn't do counseling. What he does is that if somebody wants to see me, ask the person to sit in church for six weeks. And if after six Sundays, the answer has not come, then you can apply to come for counseling. But not before sitting in church for six weeks. Unless you have sat in a church for six weeks to listen to six sermons and you don't hear the answer to the question that is in your whatever, then you can come for counseling. Is it not amazing? So, sons of Zion, you must become a precious son of Zion and you must be blessed. Those of you who've quarreled with your parents, you are the biggest F-O-O-Ls that I know of. Mercy. Those of you who don't flow with your biological fathers, huh? you find your father some way. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. Don't mind the source of blessing. You are a fool. No, I don't know of any better word. Can anybody help me with the word? Check, check the dictionary, fool. What is fool? Idiot. Yeah. There's a certain country, when they quarrel, I don't want to mention the name of the country, they always say idiot, idiot, idiot. Idiot is part of their quarrel. If you don't hear idiot, you are not in that country. Do you know the country? Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah. you didn't know. <laughs> Fool. You don't flow with your pastor. F O O L. Yeah. Mercy. <laughs> You don't flow with your mother. F O O L. Yeah. Mercy. You are quarreling with your mother. Why? 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 Yeah, my mother is stubborn. Your mother is stubborn or you are stubborn? Who is the stubborn person? Mercy. Your father is stop. Your father didn't look after you. Your father didn't look after you. He didn't look after you, but he brought you to this world. He has done well. Look at look at your nice face. Somebody is trying to be like those you, and the and the face that he saw is your father's face. Your father's face is in your face. And he wants to be like those you because your father gave you a nice face. 
that is attracting the beloved. What would you have done without that face? You would have been looking like a monkey. Now, somebody wants to be loved those you. Where did you get your face from? Mercy. Your smile. Your smile is genetic. If you know somebody well, if you meet the person's sister or brother, you see them smile, you see that the smile is the same smile. They have similar, a lot of different things. You, you look at it and even character sometimes you wonder whether it is not inherited. Yeah. You don't talk. You don't talk to your father. You don't flow with your father or with the fathers that God gave to you. You, be, you have to be careful. So many times I warn people, sometimes pastors that are relating with me. I, I, I was talking to one pastor. He was about to destroy his life. I told him, don't do what you are going to do. Don't do it. I remember clearly. I said, don't do this. Today, he is completely destroyed. Completely destroyed. Another one, the same thing. I remember where I was sitting with one of my bishops by, and talked to I said, look, this thing, I told him, all the guns of our church are pointing in this direction. If you do what you are doing, you will have positioned yourself at that place. And all the guns are in this direction. And they will be firing at you. Don't do it. But he did it. Now he wants to come and beg. Because his life is bizarre. Why? Don't destroy your relationship. Even when things are not going well. Just learn to shut up and humble yourself and just be around because the person is very important God has put something in that person's mouth that he hasn't put in an uncle's mouth it's not in your uncle's mouth it's not in your cousin's mouth it's not in your teacher's mouth it is in your father's mouth Most of the pastors in the church, they are my sons. I may not call them sons, but they are my sons. They are my sons. It's not terms that I, I, in many churches, they use the word son. It's my son, my son. Sometimes it is to try to let the person be subject to you. But the truth is that, how did you come to be in the ministry? Do you not read what it means to be a shepherd? And all these other books and so on and become doing something in the church. Amen, please. A, a, a father is someone who causes or begets you. He causes you to come around and to exist. How did you become anything in God? So in that sense, I am a father to a whole lot of people. And it's, it's, it's dangerous 
in 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 in, in being some way to fathers. Whatever the person is like. And the fathers have different types of people. You know, as I've grown up, I've realized that some of the quarrels or issues that we have, that's the person's personality. There are people who don't talk. That's just how they are. At first, I used to think there were some, peop- some people I knew were not friendly. But after some time, I realized that they are quiet everywhere. That's how they are. They're just, they're just quiet. So you just flow with it. It's the person actually not quarreling, but it's just quiet. Which is also dangerous. <laughs> Quietness is dangerous. <laughs> Very dangerous. Are you still here? Yeah. I want you not to miss your blessing. It can never come from your uncle. It can never come from your cousin. There is something that a father has that only he can give. He's the only person who can give it. And once you joke with a person who God has ordained and caused to be a father to you, you are spoiling your life from that time onwards. And that's why, that's why you see, you start to decline. You start to decrease. You, you, you can't rise. Let, let me explain to you some words, in some English words, when we say curse. You, you, you know the scripture, honor thy father, eh? That what? Number one, that it may be well with you. I think you want it to be well with you. And then number two, that you may live long. So these two are connected to fathers. And it may be well with you. It's a generalized statement. It means anything. Good, prosper, do well, thrive, flourish, increase, move ahead, do things, go forward, travel, make it, build, happy, succeed. All this is in that word, it may be well with you. It's connected to Father. It's true. There is, there is no reason under the sun for you to disconnect or to become some way. There is no blasting, there is no quarrel, there is no issue that is enough to make you some way. If you understand. Yes. I thank God that I've been able to maintain good relations with people that are father figures in my life. And from time to time, they, they, they tell me, do this. Do this. Yeah. Last week, I got a, I got a message from someone who is like that, a father. And he, he told, I, I sent a message that I can't do something. He sent a message, I want you to do this. What I said, I can't do. I said, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> he said, come and do this. I said, okay. And I just had a meeting. I said, it can never happen. I cannot go and I will not go. And he said, be there. I said, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> yes. This week, the same thing happened again. I spoke to someone. He said, do this. Something I don't do. He said, I need you to do this. I said, I'll do it. He said it again, three times. I said, I'll do it, I'll do it. Relax, I'll do it. I'll do it. There is no reason under the Some of you, when you are far less than you would have been, it's only attitude to father that has made you to be at this level. 
tell you. Do you know how curses are? Look, when the curse came on Adam and Eve, all, the, all that happened was go out of the garden. You would think that nothing is happening. I mean, look at our state today. The word curse, it means frustration. Are you writing? Humiliation. Are you writing? <laughs> Frustration, humiliation, defeat, poverty, lack, difficulty, reversal, unhappiness, sorrow, pain. Crying, tears. Hey. Curse. Revelations twenty one, verse four. And God shall wipe away their tears. There shall be no more dying, no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. Why? For the former things are passed away. That's Revelation 21. Revelation 22 verse 3. And there shall be no more curse. There shall be no more curse. There shall be no more curse. There shall be no more care. That's where Andre Crouches come. No more dying there. We are going to see the king. It is from Revelation 21. There will be no more pain. No more. No more. No more death. Revelation 22. There shall be no more death. No more dying there. We are going to see the king. 20, Revelation 21. No more. Then there'll be no more sorrow there. That's what we sing at the graveside. When you go for a funeral, we sing it at the grave. I've sung it many times. Looking at the coffin. No more crying there. This verse. We are going to see the king. Then we sing. No more sorrow there. We are going. No more crying. No more dying. No more sorrow. That's what is in this world. Only curses. 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 Frustration, poverty, pain, humiliation, difficulty, opposite, reversal of everything that is nice and good. That's a curse. And he said, there shall be no more curse. So when the Bible says that, honor thy father and thy mother that it may be well with you. He has opened a door for you eh, to escape some of the curses that are in the system. And that is why we are showing when you say, honor your prophet, honor your pastor. He's part of the fathers and part of the people that God has given. And God is giving you these things to, to learn and you see that many blessings are coming. No matter how you hate the church, eh, you see that people have come here voluntarily. Because you see that you are coming away from the curse to come and get some kind of a blessing in this curse system. You can see it. You can see the tension in the world. There's tension everywhere. There's tension about everything. When somebody dies like Ranad Bonke has died, it's as though he has escaped a very 
this. No more crying there. We are, I remember coughing after coughing. I'll say, sing it. No more sorrow there. We are going to see the king. No more sorrow there. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to see. No more dying there. We are going to see the king. No more dying there. It's the worst of all the cases. It's dying. It's the worst of all. It's the highest. It's the neutralizer of everything you achieve and everything you have. It makes madness of your life. Death. Death converts your life into nonsense. It converts your achievements into nothing. What you have becomes nothing. What? No more crying there. Think of the things that have made you cry. Even at a very young age, you have learned how to cry. When you talk about curse, people don't respect, they don't have a proper respect for curses. When there are curses in the system, and we say, this thing has been ordained for you for a blessing. And God has brought this person as a father. Listen to what is being said. Don't say in your message, and what about the guys? What about the boys? You are a fool to speak that way. Because there's a case destined for you. You don't see it. And God is trying to bring a father who will train you and change your value and raise you up and put a blessing into your life. No more pain. No more pain. There shall be no more pain. Every sickness in this world, every sickness in this world comes with pain. Pain of this, pain of that, pain of that. And God is saying, I'm bringing fathers. That's why in Malachi chapter 4, he said, I'm going to turn the hearts of the children. I'm going to turn the heart of the children towards their fathers. Because uh, if the heart is against the father, it is a curse. That's why, you know, when I was in secondary school, the Lord told me, go and honor Archbishop. And not yesterday, I was in school. Go and honor him. He, he was turning my heart. Because there are many things that he, he is or ha- exists, how he, what there is, that could make my heart turn away. But he wanted me to not be against him in my life because he wanted to bless me. He wanted to bless me. That's why he's turn your heart this way. Don't react. Yeah. When God wants to bless a son, he turns the heart of the son towards his father. So start to like the start to like this person. Start to like this person. When he wants to change your life, eh, one of the things he does, he starts to make you like your father. Amen. Whichever father it is. Amen. Yes. Your father can even sin the greatest sin in front of you, but you will like him. When when he's, he's healed your heart. Yeah. He can do even evil, but you see that you like him. Yes. Huh. That's, 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 that's when God wants to say, lest I bring a curse. When I smite the earth with a curse, 
I want to change your heart. Even me. So the father has to like his children. Otherwise, he also has a case. Because there's nobody to, to love him. There's nobody to care for him. There's nobody who comes to him. It's, it's a lot. You, you've not visited a rich man in his house before who is sitting alone. I have. He has nobody. Nobody remembers him. Nobody likes him. Nobody remembers him. Sons who forget. Yes. So, when you see a young person who loves the father, to me, it's a sign of a, a child who is going to do well. Yes. That's why I'm telling you today, those of you who don't flow with your fathers, so I don't know what to say. You don't, want, you don't know what to say. Fulfill, fulfill, fulfill. You don't know what to say. Isaiah 51, verse 17. Awake. Awake. Isaiah 51, verse 17. Awake, awake and stand up, O Jerusalem, which has drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury. Thou hast drunken the dregs of the cup of trembling and wrung them out. Verse 18. There is none to guide her among all the sons whom she has brought forth. You see, none of her sons remembered her and came to help her whom she has brought forth. Eh? You can bring forth people, they will not even remember to come back to you. Neither is there any that taketh her by the hand of all the sons that she brought up. Huh? Look at it. Of all the people that he brought up and she brought up, there is none that will even hold her hand and say, Mama, this way, this way. Ma, this way, of the children that she brought up. She cared for them. She carried them. When even daddy was angry, she was the one comforting. Always. But of the sons that she brought up, look at it. Among all the sons whom she brought forth, neither is there any that taketh by her by the hand of all the sons that she has brought up. So the father is also cursed because he's now a lonely man with none of his children who even remembers him. Yes. Of all the people that have been nurtured. That's where the curse is. I hope you'll be one of the children who remembers your daddy and your father. Eh? 
Go home and make sure you have a good relationship. I don't want accursed children here. That curse is lifting off you in the name of Jesus. That curse is lifting off you in the name of Jesus. Yes. There is nothing like a child who does not need correction. Correction is part of life. How, were you born knowing everything? No. You were born knowing few things. And some wrong ways are coming for sure. Unless you are not from this earth. So the day that you are corrected should not be the day to turn you out of the way. And you should stop having long meetings about your errors. We should stop having long discussions about what you are doing wrong. It should not be a meeting. That's so stubbornness. You know, during the Second World War, it was very difficult to fight with Germany because the instruction was no surrender. They killed millions of Germans and Japanese too. No surrender. They occupied islands, Papua New Guinea, Manila, Philippines, Korea, and a set of islands in an area called Micronesia. Mariana Islands and some other strange places. But they said, no surrender. So when the (laughs) enemy comes, they fight to the end. One place, there were 50,000 Japanese soldiers. I think it was the Mariana Islands or so. Only 18 Japanese were left. And they were ashamed to be alive. To surrender? No. No. Hardness leads to... Even there were civilians, Japanese civilians, and they said it's better to die than to surrender. So at the, at the point, the whole village of Japanese, they went to the cliff and they ran off with their children off to fall down. And the other, So some of the Americans would shoot them to kill them before they, they hit the rocks. Because when they hit the rock and they don't die, they would be, suffer for so long. They were, dis- they, were, they were interviewed and they were saying it was such a sight. It's like, to surrender their no. To agree no. To say yes no. To admit no. To understand no. To have a meeting that will be very fast no. It will always be prolonged and you can take years before you even see but until you are utterly destroyed before you agree to anything. Please, let that spirit go out of you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's a spirit of it's Satan. Hitler was the same. You know, when I was younger, I used to take a car from Switzerland to London. In a car. It's taken one day. But during the war, from France to um, Germany, they took one year. They fought them every day. It took one year to go this very short distance. The German fought, fought, fought for to agree, to say yes at a meeting, to admit, to change your mind, to say sorry, to just flow, to just change your mind, to even be a child and just flow with things that are being told you. No. 
for one year until all of us are dead. Until your whole life is destroyed. You never say sorry. You never admit. Do you know anybody like that? On this row. Do you know anybody like that on this row? You can never know. <laughs> Limited. Brothers and sisters, let something break in us. Eh? There's too much curse. There's too much sorrow. There's too much pain. And most of us cannot connect the dots that this is from this, is from this, is from this, is from this. This is where it came from. We can't see the connection. Yeah. Because some of the cases are so slow. Hey, slow cases are the wildest. I think fast cases are easy to see, but slow cases. We have lamb that is slow boiled the whole day. They boil it the whole day. And it becomes very soft. Is it true? Those of you know who know how to cook. Me, I don't know much, but you know. You know everything. Beans are also like that. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. They say beans are also like that. Is it true? Yeah. How long will you boil the beans for? Overnight. Ish. You are becoming softer in Jesus Christ. You are becoming softer. So, honor your father. I tell you, when God sent Bonke to my life, it was a blessing for me. It was a blessing for me. Every father has been a blessing. And I've accepted them. Even if I don't even talk to them, I just take it. And when a father speaks, it's different from when your teacher speaks. Compare somebody like me who has been teaching you and brought you up in the Lord. Compare me with your PE teacher. And ask yourself that between myself and your PE teacher, which of us is very important to you? Huh? That's what the Bible says. That's the verse I started with. 1 Corinthians 4.15. You have 10,000 instructors, but you don't have many fathers. A word from your father is enough. If he will speak, it's a word. It's just a, do this and try hard to do. Yes. It has always been a blessing. This is all that God wants to do. He wants to start blessing and turning your life around in great blessings. Stand to your feet, please. Now, hallelujah. Are you still in the church? Are you leaving? All right. Today, as we end this message, I want us to pray for 2020 because I see 2020 is in about how many days? Huh? How many days? Twenty days. Yes. No no movement, please. No movement. No movement. Everybody stay where you are. 
Toilets will be opened very soon. Genesis 26. Verse 12. In the year 2020, lift your hand and begin to pray. It says, Isaac received in that year. So I'm talking of 2020. Divine surprise hundredfold increase. Financially, financially. Lift your hand and begin to pray right now. Surprise financial fortune. Surprise financial hundredfold in that year. That year, hundredfold increase. 2020. Makama Shola Baba. Tamarios Teremile Shamananda Lebereke Bolosi Berekele. Mandaribande Lore Mendim Bregele Bragada Bragada Bregadesh. Telebragle de Brugalere Shibadagre Bledende Zamande Beredele Baranda di Babandala. Mande Mereduri Karedem 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 Kabaladra Chalabrada Pregale de Paladomere Kadamale Mandale Mandere Mande Baza Manajemana Macabaradas. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. For divine hundredfold, 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 hundredfold blessing, hundredfold financial increase, hundredfold change, hundredfold, hundredfold. Mantalama kabalananda le meke balamanele, malamenda remendo malananda le meke balamanele lebe, melora mandali baba, mandali bobandele lebe mandala baba, para mandali baba, mendola baba baba baba. Oh, lift your voice and just begin to call on God. Manda kemorana la mana. Verse 13, verse 13, verse 13. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew. 2020, your year of waxing great. Jesus. Your year of going forward. Yes. Your year of growing. Yes, Lord. Your year of becoming very great. Yes, Lord. Begin prayer Radical concerning Sotara these realities. Ramberebos. Luce Ferico, Rodia Caton, Menjanumo, Panunenese, Ricatoma, Madenoco, Ifaluda, Kestolama, Rampiro, Coseme, Mejaluma, Rampiria Cota, Itolomosia, Caparaniande, Rampi Caton de Bea, Ilua Tamino Cosa, Iwatoma, Nacatenemese, Ingenemesuanda, Mandolomoco, Sambere de Cusama, Iparonimi Casondaba, Radeco Seketelebea, Itolo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I want this to be your four topics 
Yes. As you go forward. Divine turn around. Yes, Lord. Psalm 126, verse 1. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. When the Lord did what? Turn. Lift your hand for a turn around. Things are going to turn around. Turn yes, around. Lord. Turn again. A turn around. Begin to pray for a divine when the Lord turned again our captivity, turned our captivity, Turn around our captivity. Turn again our captivity. Turn around. Divine 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 turn around. Everybody with your hands lifted up, call upon the Lord to turn around your captivity. Turn again our captivity. 2020, 2020, a year of divine turn around. 2020, a year of divine turn around. Turning around of captivity. Any restriction, any captivity, any curse that is working, shall turn around, shall turn around for my good in 2020. Turn it around, turn it around, turn things around, turn things around, turn again our captivity, turn again our captivity, turn again our captivity, do something, Lord, do something great, Lord, turn things around, turn things around in 2020. Hallelujah. Oh, Kadabaha. Psalm 126 and verse 2. Jesus. How many are enjoying these prayer topics? Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Yes. You are going to laugh in 2020. <laughs> and our tongue was filled with singing. You are going to sing in 2020. <laughs> 
then said they among the heathen the Lord has done great things for them lift up your hand this prophecy will come to pass practically in 2020 your mouth will be filled with laughter your tongue will be filled with singing and they will talk about you in the house they will say among the heathen among those who don't come to your church those who are not part of your family they are going to say the Lord has done great things for them turn again our captivity Lord turn things around Lord turn things around Lord how many of you believe that there's going to be laughter and singing i believe in 2020 look at Luke chapter 5 verse 25 Jesus I'll show you something Luke chapter 5 verse 25 and immediately he rose up I'm going to show you a prophecy of your life and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house glorifying God you go to your own house in 2020 verse 26 the prophecy is in verse 26 are you ready for a prophecy I'm ready. and they were all amazed and they glorified God and they were filled with fear saying we have seen strange things today in the year 2020 you will be saying we have seen strange things today 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 today. lift up your voice and call on God to turn around your captivity you are going to see strange and wonderful things in the year 2020 we have seen strange things today we have seen strange things today Malinde, Maribala, Metilara, Makaya, strange things, Lord, glorious things of thee are spoken. Makataba, Yandolabaka, they glorified God. We will glorify you. We'll be filled with fear. We shall say, Lord, we have seen strange things, strange and wonderful things, Lord. My God, Matalikaba, Rebalama, Metalibala, Male. Ramialola, Milade Balusa, Kita Lama, Mandele Mako Padababa, Ama Kabala, Turn our captivity, Turn again our captivity, Turn again our captivity, 
Cause us to be amazed, Lord. Cause us to be amazed. In 2020, in 2020, in 2020, we shall see strange things. We shall see marvelous things. We shall glorify God. We have seen strange things today. I am how many of you believe that? More. In 2020, you will stand and say, yes. We have seen strange things today. Lift your hand and thank God right now that in 2020, we have seen strange things. Thank God. Wonderful things. Amazing things. Great things. Strange things. Strange order of miracles, strange order of power, strange order of breakthrough, strange order of financial fortune, strange order of good things, strange things.
These are prophecies. This prayer time is very short. Don't so I want you to pray. We just yes. have about nine minutes to go. Yes. And then we are ending. But I want you to be pray with all your heart. It said, It said, and what? I will raise up a shepherd. Huh? <laughs> I'll raise up what? A shepherd. Beautiful. Oh. My God. Which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young, nor heal that is broken, nor feed that that standeth still. Huh? But he shall eat the flesh of the fat and bear their claws in pieces. Now, what he's saying here is that there are some sheep that are standing still. And they can't move forward. Jesus. But in the divine breakthrough of 2020, oh. you will not be standing still oh, anymore. He said, The man was great and went forward, 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 and grew until he became very yes. great. Yes. Lift your hand. What, whatever limits you, Jesus, and makes you stuck in the mouth, standing still. You are out of it today in the name of Jesus. Beginning from now into 2020 and beyond, you are not standing still. No more standing still. No more standing in the same place. No more stuck in the mouth. No more stuck in one spot. No more stuck in one spot. No more stuck he went forward and grew until he became very greater. We declare it. We declare it. Everybody with your holy hands lifted up. You are coming out of the mind. You are coming out of the chain. You are coming out of the rope. No more standing still. 2020 and beyond. Your year of moving on. Your year of breaking out. Your year of breaking forward. Ya 
In the year 2020, in the year 2020, 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 11, is fulfilled in your life. Yes. It says, and it came to pass, Jesus, when all that knew him before oh, saw yes. that behold, he yes. prophesied among the Then the people said one to another, what is this? That has come unto the oh. son of Skish. What is this? Is Saul also among the prophets? Ayaya. In 2020, you become a surprise to yourself and a surprise to everybody who knows you. Lift up your hand and begin to pray that the power of God will make you a surprise to everybody who knows you and even to yourself. Let me 
A year of good surprises, a year of divine surprises, a year of God making me a surprise, a surprise to my family, a surprise to my world, a surprise to everyone who knows me, a surprise to anyone who knows about me, a good surprise, an amazing surprise. You'll be a surprise to your father. You'll be a surprise to your mother. You'll be a surprise to your brothers. You'll be a surprise to your relatives. You'll be a surprise to your sisters. You'll be a surprise. God is telling you into a surprise packet, a pleasant surprise. My God, it shall be said of you. Are you also among them? Listen, you see your WhatsApp group, your class WhatsApp group, your school WhatsApp group. That was a group. You'll be a surprise. They'll be surprised. Lift your hand and thank God that a surprise, a good surprise in 2020. You are a good and a pleasant surprise. A good thing. A good thing. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Oh. Mark chapter 2. Do you like these verses? Mark chapter 2. This coming year. Beginning from now. Beginning from now. You see, we have already started to I sow believe the prophecy. The prophecy I said. In verse 12. And immediately he arose. And took up the bed. Yes. And went forth. Yes. Before them all. Yes. Insomuch that they were all amazed. And glorified God saying. We never saw it on this fashion. In 2020 and beyond. 
people will describe you and say, We never saw it like this before. Begin to lift your hand and call on God. We never saw it on this way like this before. We never saw such things before. Before this year, we have never seen such wonderful things. We never saw it like that. We've never seen such thing before. We've never seen this. 2020, you'll be saying, I've never seen such things in all my life. I've never seen such wonderful things. Thank you, Jesus. 2020 marks a year of seeing strange things. Breakthroughs I've never heard of. Things I've never imagined. Ah, the fulfillment of your word. Ah, God, the fulfillment of your prophecies. We never saw it on this fashion. So everybody with your hands up. Everybody pray for yourself. My God, God is moving. God's power is here. We never saw it like this before. My God, we call on heavens we call on heavens in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen. Yes. Every father who has been sent to your life. Prophesy. You see. God is saving you from the curse that is already in the system. God is saving me. There's a, there's a curse in the system. But through the blessing of God, you start to thrive. And you start to rise. Yes. Lift your hand and Juga. pray concerning every relationship. Every important relationship. Hey. That in the year 2020, in the year every relationship that is supposed to yield the blessing will yield the blessing. Lift your hand and pray right now. 
Hallelujah. Whatever represents you a prophesy. type of enchantment. Aya, Do you understand enchantment? It's like instead of going straight, you are ha. going like this. Ha. Ha. Logoligi. Do you know Logoligi? Whatever represents an enchantment prophesy. or a spell in your life that is causing a case. <laughs> To roll out of your life is ending from this moment in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Lift your hand against Muga. every Muga. curse Muga. and decide to reject all types of curses. No enchantment. No curse. No spell. No spoken word. Against my life shall prosper. I condemn every time that rises against me. I condemn every square that is spoken against me. I tear out the tongues of those that speak against me. In the secret place. No spell. No enchantment. No curse shall prosper. 
whatever against my life, lift your hand and declare protection, divine protection by the blood of the Lamb of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. I, oh. Psalm 126, hey. verse 1. Ma, 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 ma. When the Lord turned again, he turned again. 2020 is a year of divine turnarounds. A year of divine turnarounds. When the Lord turned again the captivity, we were like them that dream. Oh yes. 2020 will be like a dream. I see you dreaming. Good dreams. Oh. Speak out the dreams of God over your life. My God. My God. My God. You are not going down in 2020. The dreams of God are coming to pass. The dreams of God for your life are coming to pass. You are not going down in 2020. 2020 is your year of divine turnaround. Divine turning. Divine turning. Divine turning. Divine turning. Turn things around, Lord. Turn things around, Lord. Kipan, those of you whose laughter is not developed in 2020, your laughter, your laughter style will be developed. Because some of you know, there are some people you can hear them laughing from far. But some of you, we can't, we don't know your laughter because your laughter is not well developed. In 2020, your laughter will be well developed. In the name of Jesus, then your tongue with singing. And Saturday among the heathen, people are going to be surprised around you. Lift your hand and say, The Lord has done great things. Many shall hear about great things that the Lord has done. Lift your hand like this. The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things that only God can do. Only God can do what God is going to do. Only God can do what God is going to do. Only God can do what God is going to do. Only God can do what God is going to do. Only God can do what God is going to do. The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things. Only God can do what God is going to do. Divine turn around. 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 A turn around of your captivity. A turn around of your captivity. Oh yes. Yes. Verse three. Hey. Verse three. Hey. 
The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things. Well, but I want you to see verse 4. This is oh. a prayer. Oh. So it's a prayer that you'll be praying. Yes. I want you to be praying. Don't, yes. don't forget, I've given you a lot of scriptures. Oh, Have God. you got your scriptures? Yes. It says, turn again. Turn again, Lord. It's, 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 I'm praying hey, for hey. divine turn around. Turn again. Turn again. Our captivity. Our captivity. Turn things around. Yes. Turn things around. Turn things around. Turn things around. How many believe in your marriage? It will be turned around. In your beloved doses, it will be turned around. My God. In your finances, there will be a turn around. My God, my God. At home, there will be a turn around. My God. Everything about you is going to turn around. Turn around. Lift your hand and just thank God. Turn around. Turn again. Our captivity. Oh, Jesus. And finally, finally. How many love the scripture I gave you? Luke 5 26. Strength things. And they said, We have seen we have seen strange strange things. things. Today, my God, what is it? 2020, I say, Professor, you only be seen strange. You you see a strange car in your house, you see a strange man in your bed when you used to sleep alone. You see a woman in your bed, you say, Madika Labolaba. It is my wife that the Lord has given to me. Hey! You will see wonderful hotels you have never seen before. We have seen strange things today. Strange. You see countries, beaches, hotels, wonderful places. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Everybody outside, inside, lift your hand and thank God. We shall glorify you in 2020. We are seeing strange and wonderful things. Yes, yes, yes. Your hands with thanksgiving. Your hands with thanksgiving. Everyone, everyone thanking him. Everyone thanking God. 
we have seen strange things today. Strange things. Strange things. Thank you. Thank you. And they were all amazed. And they were all amazed. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. The goodness of God. The kindness of God. The love of God. They were all amazed. They were all amazed. Everyone here will be amazed. 2020. Your year of being amazed by God. And they glorified God. They glorified God. You'll be glorifying God throughout 2020 and beyond. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jehovah. Hallelujah. Almighty. Thank you. Strange things, strange things. 
wonderful things, glorious things of thee are spoken. Glorious things have come of thee. And we thank you. And we thank you for all that you have prepared for us in 2020 and beyond. We are crossing into 2020 with ease. And we are crossing with our hands full of blessings. Thank you that there is no enchantment, there is no spare, there is no curse, there is no word that is working against us. And that can succeed. We thank you for your blessing and your power in the name of Jesus. And also at this time, Lord, we honor you, we honor Reinhard Bonnke, and we, we stand here to honor him and thank you for him. For him, for me, for him, for us. For him, for the whole church, for him, for Africa, for him, for a blood-washed Africa, for him, for what he did in the whole world, to all Christians who knew him and how he labored for you and fought. We honor you and we thank you for him and for giving him to us. And thank you that though he was far, he became a father and a blessing to me and to all of us. Thank you. Thank you and thank you again. May we carry on the baton and carry on with the battle and carry on with the commission that you have given to us all. We thank you. Thank you that you did not leave us fatherless and helpless, but you gave us people to help us to become what we are supposed to become. We give you thanks. And we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. Before you take your seats, before you take your seats, if any, if you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. I want to pray with you. If you are here like that, lift your hand. Please, no walking, no movement at the back. Just stand where you are until I finish. Just stay there. Stay there. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you to, to, to give your life to God today. If you are here like that, just raise your hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, you want to be born again. Because you cannot go to heaven unless you are born again. You want to be born again, give your life to Jesus. Lift your hand like this and come to me. Come from where you are standing to me here. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Come, come from the back. Come from wherever you are. You want to give your life to Jesus. All right. Let's pray. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Lord, and my Master. Have mercy on me. Cleanse me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I give my heart. I give my soul 
Say it out. I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Come into my life and change me. Wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. Alright? All of you are going to read this book, including the children. The children are very important. How old are you? 12 years old. Beautiful. Can you read when you are 12 years old? Of course. Will you read this book? Will you read it? It says, How to be born again and avoid hell. Father, bless all these ones. When we close, come to the salvation corner that is over there. Okay? If you are holding this book, come there. And we are going to pray with you again. God bless you. You may be seated and you may go back to your seats. It's time for communion. Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless, it's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, it's the communion of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. First John 5 verse 7. It says... There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These are the three powers. And there are three that have bear witness on earth. The blood, hmm, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. So these three powers are working here. How many know that there are powers here? There are evil powers. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. There are powers here. If you don't know, I'm telling you. Powers. So we are also having three powers that are working here. The spirit, the water, and the blood. So today we are about to deploy the power of the blood against the powers. I give you power against the power of the enemy. So today as we take the blood, the body and the blood, we invoke these powers that are in the air against the powers of the enemy. Stand to your feet. Father, thank you for the bread that is given to every standing place. As we partake Jesus died for us and so we shall not die prematurely. Except is determined by you, we cannot go out of this world. Thank you for the time that we have here. We receive the broken body and we receive healing from top to toe. We are crossing 70 with ease. Not by might or by power, but by my spirit. Thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ.
whatever represents a mistake in your life. By this, Father, we thank you. We declare this to be the blood of Jesus. As we receive it, whatever represents a mistake or a sin, it is cleansed out of our system. The blood of Jesus works as a force and a power in the earth. The spirit, the water, and the blood. Let this power drive out any power that is in us that is contrary to God and to his word. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands for the blessing. Now may the Lord bless you with good fathers. May the Lord bless you with blessings that counteract the curses that are working. Whatever represents a curse in your life that is rising slowly by the blood of the Lamb, by the power of the blessing of God, we drive it back. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let victory come into the hands of your children. Power against power. I place that power in their hands now. Anything that represents a fast snake. I see something like a fast snake. Like it's fast and it's moving around you. In the name of Jesus, I command the snake to die. Anything that is too fast for you, escaping you every time, wriggling around, escaping capture, escaping imprisonment, today marks the end of that snake in your life in Jesus' name. Whatever represents a liar, in your life let the liar be cursed in the name of Jesus whatever represents a deceiver let the deceiver be cursed in your life whatever represents darkness in your life that when you look you only see black and dark let light shine in that darkness now in the name of Jesus whatever represents a dark shadow of Lucifer that old dragon let it be cast out of your life in the name of Jesus beginning from now you are out of the mud your feet are on a rock you are permanent you are established you are victorious you have the upper hand now I lift up my hand with your hand against the enemy in any battle that you face I say the outcome is certain you are the winner of the battle in the name of Jesus you are declared the winner of every battle in the name of Jesus whatever seems to have toppled you capsized you overturned you I speak a divine turnaround 
Receive a divine turnaround. Receive a divine turnaround. It shall be said of you. I say it shall be said of you. We have seen strange things today. It shall be said of your moves and your strides and your achievements and the things that you lay your hands to do. It shall be said of you. We have seen strange things today. I declare that your name, I see a pen writing your name. You'll be listed among those that command attention in the system. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. As Reinhard Bonke made an impact in this world, I declare that you, you'll be listed among those that make an impact in this world. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whether by song, whether by preaching, whether by singing, whether by working, whatever, you are now among those that make a world impact in the name of Jesus. Any form of disgrace around you, any form of shame, I rebuke it now in Jesus' name. Demonic shame, demonic intimidation, demonic threatenings of your life, I curse them in the name of Jesus. We overpower spiritual monkeys and gorillas which are seeking to overpower you in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive divine escape from every power of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I see you coming out of the, there's a cage something like a cage you are out of it whatever seemed impossible before today from today it is possible you have escaped from the snare and the trap of the power in the name of Jesus let me hear your loudest amen may the, may, may the Lord make his face shine on you may the Lord smile at you may the Lord be happy with you May the Lord be cheerful towards you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Whatever you couldn't achieve in 2019, from 1st of January 2020 and beyond, you will achieve all those things in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you couldn't travel to in 2019, in 2020 you will travel there in the name of Jesus whatever car you couldn't sit in in 2019 you sit in that car in 2020 every bad friend in your life I say any bad friend in your life from 1st January that friend will no more be in your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus 2020 marks a year of divine turn around. Your life is turning around for good and not for evil. Whatever you forgot, that is you couldn't remember it and it cost you something in 2019. In 2020 you will remember it and you will do what is right. Receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive the blessing of the Lord. I see you growing bigger. I see you growing bigger. 
I see you flourishing. You are not going to decrease in 2020. No, the God of all increase has targeted you and earmarked you for increase, for flourishing and prospering, for thriving, for going forward, for breaking, for waxing great and moving forward. Whatever chain and, and, and gate is keeping you in, miraculously you are out. I said miraculously you are out. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout hallelujah to the Lord. There is somebody here. Your foot was going somewhere but it couldn't go in 2019. But in 2020, this foot eh, is going to stand on that ground in the name of Jesus Christ. the devil will look at you and say you eh, I'm not able to deal with you and he will know in his heart that he is defeated whatever represents an enemy to you 2020 he will know that he is defeated in the name of Jesus Christ give the Lord the loudest amen God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more messages, videos, information on upcoming events, and so much more. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.